last week on Discount Heroes. You arrive at the, the steep cliff which ascends upward. You scurry like a little squirrel monster <laughs> <laughs> up the wall. You make it. Thrasher! Look out, there's a harpy! <laughs> and the harpy takes a swooping dive at Copes. Uh, and I'm going to jump on its back. Barks form between my horns, and then it shoots a beam out. Okay, so Knox has his scimitar in his hand, and he is going to attack the harpy from its back. As the harpy begins to flap its wings, uh, another thunderous boom comes out. It begins tumbling towards the ground. I'm going to go ahead and pull Copes the rest of the way up. These trees, these trees are not healthy, and, and most of them are dead. There's something malicious on this mountain. I'm just bounding through the woods. You see a little blue crystal. A thick pulse of some kind of energy just emerges from it suddenly. You find yourself thrown backward 20 feet. Did you see the cool crystal? I think I'm going to try to get one of these things out of the ground. Kind of sneezes, and he snaps right into the middle of the bomb. Just see like his shadow just like flying backward. Knocks you tumble into one of the desiccated trees and just collapses on top of you. Will Brent be able to stop the boys from dropping in references from other games? Find out tonight on Discount Heroes. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We are a chaotic, story, and character-driven real-play podcast. We're a group of buddies who all known each other for 15 years. We played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I am the DM. We got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourself and who you're playing? Hey guys, it's Tyler. I'm playing the most talented player in the group, Copes. Do you want to join my band? It's Aaron, and I'm playing the rockin' tiefling demon, Demarok. Uh, hey guys, this is Jared, and I play the part of Thrasher, the human barbarian. And this is Max. <laughs> I got my own name wrong. <laughs> it is your own fucking name that you've had for 31 oh. years. Thank you, Max. Uh, now go ahead, Max. Run it back. All right, let me try this again. And he says I'm drunk. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Matt, and I am playing the lifeless gnome under the pile of ash, Knox. I've never heard someone just straight up get their own name wrong. I'm a special kind of person. I don't know what to tell you. Last week, our intrepid adventurers reached the base of the mountain, hurriedly hightailed it up a cliff overhang while a harrying harpy harassed them harmfully. Oh. Afterward, they discovered that something was terribly wrong with the forest. I couldn't keep it going that long. <laughs> I appreciate the alliteration. Finding dead patches of trees and grass within, ending with the discovery of a magical artifact, a thunderstone, which main purpose so far seems to be detonating the party members. Do you mean deadly destructive diamonds dimly detonating the gnomes with devastating destruction? With devastating destruction. Uh, Knox, having tried to pick one up, found himself thrown backward. <laughs> 
I think thrown backward is a little bit of an understatement. Having been... Let me try. Having been fucking exploded. Knox, having been fucking exploded, finds himself <laughs> dying. Hey, guys, sometimes you get on a mountain you've never been on, your allergies act up, you sneeze, and you die. I mean, it happens. It happens to the best of us. It definitely happened to one of us. All right. Do, do you guys want to do the quick summary of what you think you did, or just roll right into it? Knox, how you feeling? Quiet. <laughs> Quiet. Yes. I felt, I felt like this week I really had some high highs and some low lows. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I think the uh, team tried real hard. We did our best, and we showed up when we could, but, uh, you know, the other side, really, they really brought it to. Yeah, I, uh, I performed some real horny magic that I didn't know I was uh, able to do, and I think it really paid off. God, couldn't do anything! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yet I'm the one laying lifeless on the ground. <laughs> so setting the scene, you're in the forest, you just watched your friend Knox get absolutely obliterated backward <laughs> blows through a tree which collapses on top of him promptly burying him burying Burry. him. <laughs> get him get him guys bury me alive bury me with my money with my money <laughs> he's under a pile of ash you guys just saw it react Nox! Meg! No! I take off to him right away. Nox, bro, no! I do too. I just lay there. As I do, I pull out my little cornetas, my little cincinetas, my little tiny... You'll get there. Keep going. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> cornetas. Cast the DM. He knows. Castanets. I get out my little castanets, and I start rubbing them together like... Shh. As I'm getting there, it's almost like little defibrillators getting ready. You just go like, ting! Yeah, and just like an awesome rock star, I knee slide right up next to him. I, and I got something for you as you approach. You power slide right up to him, sitting on top of the pile of ash. It's a severed hand. Oh my god. I can't heal that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, but I d- The hand wears an elaborate ruby ring. I run up and take the ring. <laughs> no way! This is Demarock's moment. I find it very interesting, but my my concern for my friend Knox <laughs> overwhelms my intrigue of the single hand sporting the large ruby ring. And I take my cornitas and I start <laughs> start clipping them together faster and faster. And I like wave my hands like over his chest. And you can see... You can't see him. He's under a pile of ash. You see like my magic come out of my little caritas, and they start <laughs> swirling around, clearing the ash, and like seeping into Nox's body. And I heal him uh, 1d8. But I think that just makes him, what, conscious? or It will make him conscious. Yeah, if you do any healing other than magic healing, it just makes you stable, but not conscious. But actual healing will give him that amount of health above zero. So do I need to roll then? Yeah, you do. It's a uh, three plus four, seven. <gasps> did I get it? Oh, 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 you did it, bro. Yeah, you got it, bro. <sighs> you you sit up and you see a severed hand on your lap. <laughs> oh, oh, Demi, why'd you put this here? Oh, sorry. I grab it quick, slipping the ring off and stashing it in my pocket. And then I'm like, Ugh, and I throw it back away from me. 
Alright, so once you pull the ring off, the hand begins to wither and decay right before your eyes. Put it back, man. Put it back. Um. So do you put it back on? No. Do I? You see the hand crack and decay further and further. Oh, no. I, I pull it out and I and I hold it out and I... Oh, <laughs> oh I'm not... Oh. This is so hard for me. Um, I know, I know. This is a wonderful moment for me. Nox, how, how you doing, man? Not very good. Not very good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm allergic to something up here. No. Oh. <laughs> I love how he's the one who rolled the Arcana check and knew what they were, and now he's still confused as to what happened. <laughs> He spent 10 minutes <laughs> figuring out what it was. <laughs> Bro, you sneezed and just chopped right into that little diamond thing. <laughs> and then, boom, like no missile. Uh, no missile. I like that. Uh, it didn't feel very good. I appreciate you. It didn't feel very good. Yeah, it was uh, one of the raddest things I'd ever seen. And we were so sure you were dead. I think I am dead. No. <laughs> You look close, bro. You're a little bit blind also, Nox, from the flash of light. I can't see anything. Where are you? I'm right here, man. Like, hold on. I reach out and take his hands. I'm just going to lay here for a minute. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay here for a minute. That's a good idea. That's exactly how long it takes for your vision to return. Um, okay. Now he's laying there. I kind of hold up this. I turn around and I see that Thrasher definitely noticed what happened with the hand. I was like, um, did you, you saw that, right? Uh, I saw it start disintegrating as soon as you took that ring off. What does the hand look like now? Is it, like, completely disintegrated? You see that there was, like, actually a thin trickle of blood kind of spurting from the the stump. Gross. And it's it's slowly starting to just dry up and shrivel and kind of collapse and almost, like, mummify. Put it back on, man. No, no, hold on. Listen, I have read so many stories. I know exactly what this is. This is a magic ring that keeps the wearer alive. And no matter what, like, that's why the hand was still alive. As soon as it came off, it died like it was supposed to. Oh, it's a it's a ring of life. Yeah, so I think if I put this on, I should be invincible. Well, unless you cut my hand off, I suppose. If you want to lean into this and actually know about it, you can roll. Yeah. Is it will be Arcana, I suppose, or? Yeah. Oh, that's a three. It's inconsequential, I suppose. You've got some good thoughts about it. I'll tell you that. What do you think, guys? Like, super cool power ring, right? Rocking it on the mountain? If you're sure the ring will help, then put it on Nox. Oh, that's a great idea. You already healed Nox. What? Yeah, don't don't put things on me. Leave me alone. Oh, no. Guys, bad news. Bad news. I don't think my frog made it. Oh, no. No! Not the frog, bro! Okay, look. I uh, As much as I want to put it on, I think I'm just going to save it and sell it or, you know, see what happens. So I do just take the ring and, like, decide to tuck it in my pocket. But, like, curiosity is definitely pulling at me. Knox says, hey, hey, can I can I take a look at that, Demi? Just let me see it. You can hold it. Uh, now, now you want to look at it? What the fuck? Uh, pull it back out. I hold it out to him. I do not let him touch it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it and see if it looks like it has any kind of uh, magical connotations to it. Uh, 13. 
This looks pretty similar to a, something you know about called a Ring of Sustenance, although this is similar to the Thunderstone, is like a much further amped up version. Um, you're not 100% certain what the limits are to what it can allow you to recover from. It looks like some sort of... Uh, I've seen this, this Ring of Sustenance before, but kind of like the Thunderstone, that, that seems to be pretty amped up, so I'm not touching it. Oh, what's a, what's a Ring of Sustenance? That's a good question. I'd only seen one. <laughs> <laughs> it was labeled. It was just like in a museum. It was in a museum. <laughs> I didn't read the plaque. Not to be confused with the Ring of Forging. No more RuneScape jokes, David. Sorry, I'm sorry. A Ring of Sustenance makes it so you don't have to eat or drink. Basically, it just supplies your nutrition needs. This seems to be much better than that, whatever it is. We look down, we all have one on. <laughs> no wonder we haven't eaten this whole campaign. Right. Yeah, as soon as he describes it to me, like, I'm holding it out to him, I just immediately slip it onto my finger. Yeah, I, w- I would just be very careful not to put it on. You know, just so you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you feel a light tingling. Mm, it feels good. And then a warm sensation just sort of spreads up your arm. I'm really glad I put this ring on. Starts to fill you with warmth. I start to sing with joy. Feels nice. I'm singing about how nice it is. I'm playing myself my own little beat and just twirling in these dead woods with my new ruby ring. After a few more moments, the now mummified looking hand just starts to crumble and then eventually just collapses into a pile of dust. I'm going to scoop up that dust and put it in my bag <laughs> with the dead soil I gathered earlier. Hey, where did that hand come from, guys? That's, that's kind of creepy. I must have missed something. Wait, you're right. Where did the hand come from? Uh, hey, guys. Where'd that hand come from? Where did the hand come from? Copes. What, bro? Where did the hand come from? I don't fucking know. He went digging around in the sand and fucking exploded. You think I saw a, a hand? Yeah, I did. I, that was me. That was my bad. I know. I, I know. I saw it all from 375 feet away. <laughs> I don't know where that hand came from. Knox looks down to check his hands. <laughs> is there was there like a crater left by the explosion? A patch of dead grass and just like the other patches of dead soil you've seen. It doesn't really dig into the earth the same way. Is there one patch of not dead grass and knock shape? Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> Can we search the area where the one that blew me up was? And see if there's any hands around there. Let's keep searching through the dust that is twice now blown up on our fucking party member. For hands, that's so stupid. You're right. I don't want to look for the hands. <laughs> Jesus so Christ! No, fuck it. Look again. Everybody, go look again. I'm not going anywhere. Let's get the fuck out of here. I agree, bro. We're two for two on literally exploding. Does anybody have any lotion? I feel a little ashy. <laughs> <here. laughs> All right, guys. Should we should we keep moving up the mountain? Do we want to take a minute and rest? What 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 do, we, what do y'all got? No, bro. We got to keep going. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm fine. Like, I think the stones could be useful, but we're having real bad luck. I think we leave them here. And, and... There's one more over there. It's looking pretty good. Can I... Is there a cliff nearby? We talked about this. Can I kick it far no. enough to go no, off no. the cliff? <laughs> I know I'm so sick of my dumb party members trying to pick these things up. We might need it for something. I'm not going near any of those things. I don't know about y'all, but I, I think we need to keep moving. Yeah, I say let's move on. I don't want to mess with those things. I pull out a uh, the stick I took from that tree, 
and I tear a little tiny uh, bit of my shirt off and make a little flag and plant it next to the <laughs> to the stone, so we know not to not to walk over there. I want to let them kind of go ahead of me and try to scoop one up <sighs> with a sleight of hand or something. Or you like you got to pee or something? No, I'm just like. I, you gotta smoke I, a cigarette. <laughs> I, do, I do. I have to smoke a cigarette. Or so, I think I walk at the back of the group often, you know? Yeah, sure. Gotcha. Alright, so everyone's gone on ahead a little bit, crouching down. Just a hair, yeah. I just want to lean down, like, pretty, pretty, like, sly if I can. <laughs> Alright, that's a, that's a sleight of hand check. Come on, please, please, please. I have plus two to this. I'm not standing within 40 feet of you. 12 plus 2, 14. How do you do it? I use the hand with the ring on it, first of all. And I do want to, like, bend down and... Look away. <laughs> dig. I, I do... No, I'm brave. I look at it. And I dig down and just... I want to, like, dip my hand down into the dirt, into the ash, and just kind of come up under it and use that ash to create, like, a little safety pocket for it to sit on and just pick it up lightly and just see how it reacts. I'm ready to dip, though. It just slightly resists, and maybe you put a tiny bit of pressure, and it just like pops up, maybe frightening you for a moment. Oh, yeah. It lights up brightly for just a second, and then it goes dim. Oh, okay. And I sing, hush, little bomb, please don't blow up. I'm gonna tuck you in my shirt. All right, it hums softly in your hands. It hums the next verse back. okay so it's it's canonical that i'm wearing basically like a hoodie oh no put it in your hoodie god i want to try to slip it very carefully (laughs) into my hoodie pocket all right you've got it did we see this or no i feel like no all right, yeah, I, I just hope I hope it only took a moment, and I'm just, like, right back in line. Walking very carefully, though. He's just back there, like, tiptoeing, like... I'm not trotting. <laughs> Everything's good, bros. <laughs> Demi, why are you so far away from us, man? What's going on? Just enjoying the, just enjoying the seas, man. Just never been up the mountains before. This is awesome. Maybe watch out for those stones, bro. You don't want to be near them. They could explode. Oh, that's... That's right, I'm looking out. I think actually maybe both my hands are in my hoodie and I'm walking that way and I'm kind of like holding it in there and just like feeling for it to start pulsing or anything. Yeah, and we're just hiking. You guys are hiking upward? Yeah, looks like we're all rolling new characters. (laughs) You do have to continue kind of breaking through the brush as you ascend further upward following this ancient path that's long overgrown. It's not that ancient actually. I was about to say the the harpies just... Well, the harpies fly, so... Shut up. You hack your way upward, choosing paths that take you through the desiccated brush that's easy to push through. Give me some perception checks. Everybody? Everybody. 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 I have great Everybody. perception. Everybody stop. 13. I got, a, I got a crit. One. Minus one. So that's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I still can't see very well. <laughs> 11. We have 13. 13 is the highest, it looks like. Cope's got an 11. We're not very good at this. You're not very good at this. That was one of my best (laughs) rolls so far. (laughs) One of my best rolls in a long time. 
as you ascend upward through the forest, cutting your way through, Demarok, as you... You don't have any weapons, right? So you're kind of just at the back, not jostling yourself at all? That's correct. I think I had a whip. I can't remember. I kind of remember that, maybe? In any case, you spot through the brush up ahead. It looks like a cave entrance that's somewhat obscured by overhanging trees. Hey guys, there's a, a cave up ahead. That's probably creepy and dangerous. Oh, harpies, do they live in caves? Caves are creepy. I'm in. I know, Thrash, but it seems like a weird place for flying creatures to live. Like, birds don't live in caves. I mean, bats do, but I, I guess that's not the point. Yeah, I bet it's easier than building a big old nest, and you don't get rained on. If I was a harpy, I'd live in a cave. Harpy cave. Harpy cave. I mean, we could we could look. We can check. Harpy cave. Harpy cave, yeah, harpy cave. All right, y'all go first. I'm still smoldering. I'm going. Thrasher will make his way in. I'm going to bring up the rear. I'm going to go back and hang out with where Nox is, because I, I I can understand how it is to be smoldering and when no one pays attention to you. <laughs> so I'm going to go give him some support. As you approach the mouth of the cave, there's a small rock clearing right before the entrance to it. You see it is littered with animal bones. Can I smell what it's cooking? <laughs> I'm going to delete that. <laughs> Why did everyone laugh? What happened? Did he say something funny? What was the joke? <laughs> he said up. something funny, but he didn't say it in the right <laughs> Shut way. Shut up. All right, back to the cave with Thrasher. I make my way in. Is it... I hate to ask. Is it very dark in the cave? Well, the, the mouth isn't that dark, but it is... There's some shade, but it probably gets dark about 20 feet in. Okay. You're not sure how deep it is. Do I still have a torch? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lighting one. I don't know what to tell you. Nox, would you like this, please? Are you sure? Because it's fine. Now I know not to jam it into any lichen. No, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I got my, I got my little fire starter here. Let me light it up for you. I don't think it was the lichen. I think it was the sewer. I feel like we probably should have known that. Light my torch. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> No, you describe it, then I do the sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I make my way into the cave, holding the torch so I can see. Torch in the left hand, axe in the right. Is your axe still tied to that rope? I don't know. I would have taken the rope off of the axe by now. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm right behind. Okay. Numerous other animal bones litter the immediate entrance to the cave. It goes about 40 feet back. You find other scattered animal remains. You find a couple like half-eaten carcasses of gazelles rotting. It looks like they were mid-meal when they were left. You don't see any signs of any current creatures, but you do see an old tattered bedroll, and next to it is a like a traveler's backpack. Uh, I would like to search the backpack. So inside, it, you actually find a fairly well-maintained set of tinker's tools. It looks like they were maintained recently. Good to have. But there's nothing in the bag that seems to indicate ownership or who might have left it here. What you got there, Thrash, is it uh, seemed like somebody the Harpies took from our town? Uh, I don't know, man. There's some tinker's tools in this bag. But the bag looks like it's been here for... Does the bag look like it's been there for a while? No, 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 no. No, that's right. He said, the, uh, yeah, the tinker tools in here, but they look like they've been cleaned pretty recently. <clears throat> huh. I wonder if they took a tinker you know 
Nope, nope. Everybody be quiet. Let's live in this for a bit. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Okay, well, you know this is like definitely the cave of something that's eating whole gazelles, right? Yeah, for sure. We need to see if we can figure out what it is. Like, can I do like an investigation? Like look for like feathers or scratches on the wall or anything like that? Sure, yeah, yeah. 15 plus 2. No, plus 1. 16. So, looking around, it's strange that the corpses of the gazelles would be just left half-eaten like that. Looking around at the bones nearby, it doesn't seem like whatever creatures that lives here. Checking over the backpack and the tattered bedroll, you do see signs of some kind of struggle. You see fresh scratches in the stone nearby and on the ground that kind of match the size of a talent creature. But there's nothing necessarily linking the corpses to the to that. Huh. Looks like it could be like a harpy cave. You see these like long talent marks here, but I don't know why a dude would be here. Like why why is why the bedroll and the tools? I mean the harpies have been carrying humans up here. It just looks like somebody's been staying here. <gasps> what if they love the harpy? I mean, it's possible that they grabbed someone that uh, they couldn't handle once they got them up here. Mm. I mean, there's some strong people down in the town. I want to search in the bedroll and see if there's anything in there. So you overturn the bedroll and you find a pouch that has some kind of soft material in it. Looking inside, it's full of herbs, one particular herb. Uh, I don't know if you necessarily know what it is, but whatever it is, it's all of that. Uh, I think we maybe want to get this out to Knox. He might know what to do with this or what it's for or something. Okay, let's go show those herbs to Knox. Alright, yeah, outside the cave. Nothing's attacked you if that's what you're waiting for. Hey guys, what'd you find in there? Uh, there's a bedroll. It looks like somebody's been camping in there. But they have this pack with a bunch of herbs. I thought maybe you'd know what they were for. Uh, uh yeah, let me, let me take a look and see if I can figure it out. Maybe it's a... Uh... Some sort of spellcasting thing, or... I don't know. Let me let me have a look. Uh, it's Cannabis Indica Northern Lights. Both Arcana and Nature can be used to identify <laughs> these herbs here. Okay. I will roll an Arcana check. Uh, so that is a 19 Arcana. So this is a spell that you recognize pretty well. It's a pretty well-known herb in the magical city that you come from. It's called Spellbane. Ah, uh, this... This is an herb. It's called Spellbane. It's used with uh, <laughs> casting some, some sort. I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't gotten that information yet. God damn it. <laughs> you know that um, it can be used as, in a way, like a poison against a magic user. It prevents them from casting spells for up to 12 hours if, if ingested. But in addition to that, it gives you resistance to magic. Oh. So this is a uh, a wild one because this can be used to stop people from casting magic or kind of protect yourself from it. Uh, this is this is a pretty powerful herb here, though. I don't know uh, I don't know what it'd be doing in here. Thrasher shoves a wad in his mouth. But Thrasher, you won't be able to cast spells. And you also know that it's pretty rare to come by. Typically, it can only be found and bought from skilled druids who know the proper places to harvest it from. It's a real shame we don't have a skilled druid. Hey, I think we need to hang on to this stuff, man. Uh, this this could come in handy. I don't even know if it's good stuff. I don't know if I... Nox, chill out. Chill out, bro. Let him eat a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to stop him. I didn't ask. I said that I shoved some in my mouth. All right, so how... I want to take a second. How 
far up the mountain are we now? Like, if I look up, like, what do I see around us besides this cave? So, it's thickly forested, so it's difficult to see upward. By your estimation that I'm generously giving you, you're about two-thirds of the way up the mountain. You don't have to say it. Yeah, like we that, knew. Though. We knew we were two-thirds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what's our available pass from this area to continue higher up? Well, you can't really see outside of the forest that you're inside of currently, so it, as far as you can see, it's just continuing to follow the overgrown path upward. Oh, so I kind of imagine this cave like on a plateau. This is just like a hidden domed cave in the forest? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the cave, was, was the cave basically just one room, or did it keep going further back? It didn't keep going further. Okay, well, whatever is hunting here is taking down gazelle and stuff, so we definitely have to be careful, dudes. Dudes, we could take down a gazelle. Well, okay. You know what I mean? I mean... <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not a human, though. It's an animal that is eating, like, the largest prey available, so that's all I'm saying. Did had a backpack and a, and a sleeping bag? It's an animal and a dude that we haven't figured it out yet. A dudamal. A dude <laughs> <laughs> This herb is pretty rare, though. If somebody left us behind, I don't I don't think they wanted to. Are there any bones that look humanoid shape, or is, do they all appear to be animal here? That would be a medicine check. That's a six. Six medicine. You've seen one bone, you've seen them all, bro. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you try to assemble it. It's like, ah, it was a brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've never seen an animal like this. Look at the way <laughs> these bones all fit together. <laughs> It had the legs of a gazelle and the body of a harpy. <laughs> it had wings and three heads. This is <laughs> wild. It's a little against my nature, but, you know, seeing how nasty this mountain is, do you think maybe we should leave some of the herb here for whoever lives here so they have enough to go get more? Uh, no. That might be a good idea. I just, I need a pinch. Nox, do you mind? I reach out. I think we need to take this with us. This is some pretty rare stuff, and I don't see why anybody would just leave it behind. I take it as a yes, and I grab a pinch for myself. I'm going to wrap up the rest of it and kind of pop it in. Yeah, I pull out a small slip of translucent paper, and you see me just, like, roll that up and twist it into, like, a small cylindrical shape, maybe, like, six to seven inches long and a quarter-inch diameter. (laughs) I tuck it behind my ear. He puts the rest in a cellophane. (laughs) <laughs> well, Knox pockets the rest in his in his backpack. Hey guys, do we want to be hanging out here? I mean, look, we're here to kill harpies. Like, is this not the harpy cave? We should keep going. But if it is the harpy cave, let's just stay here. But I don't see any like captive dudes. Copes walks up the mountain. I follow behind. Knox follows. Do I have to say I follow? I'm there. <laughs> I do check on the bomb in my pocket. Is it? <laughs> is it doing okay? It's still there. Still unexploded. I love how you're watching from the back as Knox is limping up the mountain, still half blown up. Yeah, this is what we need. All right, we keep making our way up, keeping our eyes open for anything that might live in a cave and want to eat us. As you ascend further upward, the brush kind of stops growing as thickly and it opens up a little bit more. Although the the trees still overhang pretty heavily, you now find yourself going through like a much easier trail. And you see up ahead, there are stones lighting the trail, set in even intervals, lining both sides of the trail. Oh, finally a path, guys. Jesus. He says from the back of the line. 
<laughs> you guys see that path up ahead? We're already on it, Demi. Approaching more closely, you see that the stones are heavily overgrown with vines and moss that completely obscure the surface. What is the path like? The actual path like? Does it seem trafficked? Actually, that's a good question. I'm going to go go roll an escape. Go roll an investigation check. Or in nature, I would say. Oh, that's actually, yeah, I think that's actually good too. Woohoo! That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So I think this actually is something you could still tell with a nine. It doesn't look like whatever it was was very heavy footed, but you can see the, the telltale signs of creatures having passed through this area. Almost like a game trail. like With a nine, you're not sure, but yeah, definitely there are creatures that come through here. Gotcha. Okay. So guys, it, it looks like something at least has been frequenting the path uh, a little bit. Nothing major, but something has been using this. Yeah, it's a path, bro. Yeah, but it starts two-thirds up the mountain. It's been pretty thick brush all the way up to here. That's that's true, man. Um, Nox is going to kind of brush away some of the moss on one of the rocks and see if there's anything on it, since we found a stone earlier that had some engravings in it. You wipe it away. You see that the barest remnants of an engraving in the stone... What's the name that you read? Um, Martin. The Warrior. Martin the Warrior? Martin the Warrior. I wonder what that's from. It reads, Martin the Warrior. Wiping the stone further, it says, May he rest here, never to return. Guys, this is, uh, this is getting wild. This is the same thing that stone earlier said, never to return. This one has a name on it, though. Martin the Warrior. I'm, I'm thinking maybe... You know, Fargrave Mountain. These are some graves that are far away. They are far away. I think we might be stumbling on the namesake of this this here mountain. I want to wipe away the moss from another stone. What name do you read? Oh, I get to see a name? Yeah. Oh, uh, it says... Zamorak. And then the inscription below reads, May he never hurt another. That's fitting. Oh. Guys, wait, this... This this inscription is different, guys. What's it say, bro? May he never hurt another. Oh, man. This one says Tim the Toolman Allen. And it just says, Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, Aaron, you should add some candle after after that one. <laughs> I will. I'll do candle like studio laughter. <laughs> Either that or crickets, one or the other. <laughs> Just because you have no sense of humor. All right, you, you want to read one, Coke? All right, I wipe away uh, the moss on one of the rocks. Oh, I have to do it this time? Ask him, bro. No, you have to ask me. What okay, what, is, what name do you read? It's a, it says uh, B. Dot Beach. The Forsaken One. May he never be reawoken. I bet it stands for Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce Beach. <laughs> I'll just bleep that. <laughs> yeah, but we can only bleep so many things. I'll just make a comment and be like, that's my name. <laughs> is that what it says, though? I think that's, that's fine. The inscription is in line with what I would have said. All right, I'm going to check one out. You check one out. What name do you read? Jimothy Quirty. All right, I'm going to write these names down. I'm going to save this. Next time we find a graveyard, it'll all be listeners' names, so make sure you know, tweet at us, because you will be on the next gravestone. You can be the next corpse. Please, because we can't think of names worth a shit. Uh, Jimothy Quirty? Come on. Yeah, that's fucking 
great. I definitely didn't just look at the top left of my keyboard for a last name, though. I know what you did. All right, we keep moving up the path. Hey, guys, I think we've seen enough names. I think we get the idea. These are all evil people, it seems like. It feels like we might be heading towards a kind of dark place. It seems like a wild place to bring a body up a mountain like this. It seems like they might have died on the mountain. Seems like a wild assumption that Jimothy would be evil. Are the, are the harpies only grabbing, like, the worst of the worst and bringing them up here? They did grab Thrasher, so... I don't know if it's all harpies anymore, guys. Like... They did grab Thrasher. These are yes. just... No, these... Harpies are wild animals. They're not laying gravestones. I don't think they're animals as much as humanoids, bro. I don't think they're humanoids as much as beasts. Okay, well, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. I feel like Seder might take this personally right there. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? If you're half animal, you're not even a person? Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> DM, you're not supposed to be starting stuff. Just let it happen. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, if you're not, you know. Well, no, 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 look, not you. I mean, like, I have, like... No, it's no, it's fine. What do you think one of these says? Hey, like, Copes, weird deer man, you know? You think that's fine? <laughs> and then I turn around and cross my arms. You're not the same as a Harvey, bro. Yeah, but it's not how you said it. it. Made me kind of think I was. Well, you should have a little more self-confidence. You should build me up. We're friends. I slept on your couch. All right, bro. I'm sorry. It's it's fine. It's fine. You know, I just... Let's just keep going. I hang my head a little and, and walk up the mountain. Okay, look. It wasn't rock and roll, bro. Fine. I'm sorry. I admit it. It, it wasn't, wasn't rock. rock and roll, but it's okay. Darren always teaches to forgive. Are we good? We're fine. All right, rock on. A, a little a shiver goes down Demarok's entire body when he has to apologize like that. Dude, I felt like that in every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Something gets at me when you don't really mean it, you know? It's like, ugh. I know, dude. It just really eats them to their core. <laughs> God. Yep. Keep moving up the path. We're looking out for harpies, though. Continuing upward, as you approach the zenith of the mountain, the forest just dies. Desiccated, dried, empty husks remain of the once vibrant plant life that clearly once existed here. As you watch, a breeze causes a nearby tree to collapse into fine dust, almost like soot from a fireplace. A glossy black residue lies on the ground, vaguely reflecting the skylight above. It extends off into the distance, just out of sight, obscured by trees ahead. It looks like it leads towards the top of the mountain. Copes kind of drops to his knees for a second. This hurts him. Like, he's, he's a druid. He does not like to see a forest completely just desiccated. This bothers him a little bit. This is what happened here, bros. This is not natural. This is not good. Knox walks up to him and puts a hand on his shoulder down at his height now. Hey, man, it's, uh, it's going to be okay. Let's keep our eyes to the sky. Everything will be fine here. Well spoken, bro. Let's, let's just keep moving. Do you still think this is harpies, guys? Look at this mountain. Something is going on. And I think we need to, like, prepare ourselves and realize we're not chasing harpies anymore. I can still kill a harpy if we find one, though, right? Yeah, we can kill all the harpies. Yeah, there's definitely something more going on here. I want to take a look at the the destruction in front of us. Does it seem to be in 20-foot radius patches, or is it entirely destructed, or anything like that? I mean, it does look similar to what you've seen previously, but it's much, much bigger. Is it scorched? Is it in a radial pattern? It's just like dried, 
if it is a radial pattern, it's too large for you to see the curve. It looks like it just, the forest just dies suddenly. Gotcha. Do we still hear the screams coming from above as we're moving forward? You would have heard every once in a while some kind of calling from the top of the mountain, whether harpy or human. You're still not sure. All right, well, look, we made it this far, and I think, I think we're on a different mission now. And I think we just need to either decide that this isn't our job, or let's head to the top of the mountain and figure out what's going on here. We're too far in. Let's keep going. And I grab one more small handful of the ash and put it in my pouch. I gotta kill the harpy, man. Oh, and uh, the the people. We should save them, too. Yeah, let's keep going. We'll keep moving. All right, eyes peeled. Let's go on. Should we rest on the way at this point, or is everybody good? Uh, I could do with a short rest. I actually haven't healed since I fought Deathbeak. I need a short rest. The emus. I mean, we're real close, I feel like. I know. Things are just getting so weird, so I just wanted to. It's been a whole day, though. It's not night or anything, is it? I mean, realistically speaking, it's probably dusk right now. It'll be nighttime within the next couple hours. I don't think we should sleep here, but I think a short rest wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I would be down for a rest if we want to do a quick one. Short rest is like an hour, right, Brent? Mm-hmm, and one hour. You going to rest right here? Short rest it is. Yeah. Can we take it uneventfully? No, I don't think we should rest right here. Well, can we back into the trees and get a little cover back on the path, or... Yeah, you can make some kind of check to find a spot that you feel like is well hidden. Is that nature? Nature or survival? I got plus three to nature. I got three survival. Okay, so either one. You can go ahead. Your rolls have been so good. We can both do it. You do survival, I'll do nature. Or you do nature, I'll do survival. (laughs) No, wait. No, I'll do survival, you do nature. (laughs) (laughs) Am I doing nature or survival? The one you're good at. 17. Survival. He got a 17. I'll send her nature just in case. Copes rolled a 19 nature. Copes, you're able to find a nice spot that's still nestled amongst like a, quite a few trees that have formed a little circle. You think you'll be pretty well hidden in the spot. And Thrasher, you come across something on the ground as you're searching. Something that clearly disrupted the brush enough for you to notice. It almost looked like a trail, but somebody threw something and it slid through the woods. And you go to investigate, and you find something hidden in the brush. Roll a d100. Ooh. Ooh. Right. I love me d100. Oh, shit. 86. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's a magic sword. Would that be Ochenta, he says? I can only count to 10. We found out a couple episodes ago that we're all pretty bad at Spanish. Yeah, that's when we found out we were bad at Spanish. <laughs> All right, you find a sword hidden in the brush. It looks like it must have landed somewhere nearby and then slid into this position, becoming covered in the nearby shrubs. I'm going to pick up that sword. It has a finely crafted solid black sheath with silver inlay. It looks like it's got the moon inscribed on it in silver. The moon, you say? Thrasher has always been a fan of celestial bodies. As we all know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take that out. And- uh, hey, Copes, check this out. This uh, seems like something maybe you would know about. You actually do know about this. You've seen them before. I have. It's a moon, it's a moon-touched blade. Oh, my God. Thrash, this is a moon-touched blade. Oh, yeah? Wow. Would you tell me all about that and exactly what that means, please, right now? I will. Here I go, bro. The telltale sign of a moon-touched blade is the softly glowing light that it emits when in darkness. 
I say. You have to do a <laughs> Cubs voice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the softly glowing light that it emits, bro. Like, if you put that in, like, complete darkness, it would totally, like, make it not dark. In, like, a 15-foot radius, even. <laughs> pretty awesome. Wow, Copes, I didn't know that. That sounds very useful to somebody who can't see in the dark, such as you or myself. Keep it, bro. Man, finders keepers, bro. Anything from the Celestial is, you know, it's meant to be with you. You sure, man? You want to hang on to this thing? It's got, like, moons and stuff. Hey, if I've learned one thing, if the stars grant you a gift, you hold on to it. You are its rightful owner. Thanks, man. This will help. Could you tell me the attack bonus on that Celestial Sword? It's a otherwise like a normal sword. It does plus one damage, though. Okay. It doesn't add to attack rolls. It really just that utility, and it's also, you know, beautiful and stuff. Yeah, I don't feel like Cope's to try to take it. It doesn't make sense. I feel like he believes in fate, and yeah, yeah. I'll definitely hang on to it, then, so I can use it mostly for light. It looks like it's been sitting there for a while, at least a few days. So with my higher roll, I found a a circle where we could camp and he found a magic moon sword. You're, so. you're okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. The spot you found is completely enclosed. You feel very safe from attack. So safe. I'm honor bound to not attack you now because of Tyler's <laughs> argument about the roll. So, <laughs> so while we're sitting around chilling for just a little bit, I think, uh, Dimrock finds himself just sitting up against a tree stump and absentmindedly he finds himself like pulling that little bomb out of his pocket slowly like rolling it hand to hand I mean, real easy are you fushiging this thing bro you gonna fushigi this thing it's <laughs> I'm kind of fushigi the one it. way we absolutely know it explodes <laughs> it's just absentmindedly I think I'm thinking about that's great not even thinking about it the yeah. next phase <laughs> we're going into it's been on my mind so my hands have been like occupied with it I think I find myself just <laughs> rolling it back and forth Knox looks at Demi and then just gets up and runs <laughs> he's got a bomb he's got a fucking what who's got a bomb I get up I follow Knox <laughs> He's got a bomb! Oh, wait. He's got a fucking bomb! No, run! No, wait, guys, hold on, wait. Hold on. Look, I think it might be useful. I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't. Guys, look, hold on. I know. <laughs> so far, only two out of three of them have blown up. That's a pretty good fucking ratio. But it's not all of them. I've had this one for hours. You guys didn't even know. You've had it oh for hours? For hours. <laughs> Since, remember that hand we found? Yeah. You mean on my dead body? Yeah, right after that. Well, <laughs> you're sleeping. You're tired. You're so tired. He was you not were so sleeping. tired after that bomb hit. And I just woke you up. And then we saw the hand. And then we were going up the mountain, find the things. And I was like, oh, this. Oh, I just never seen one. And I thought it could be useful. I just scooped it up. I crouched behind a tree like. 80 feet away. <laughs> I think it's been fine. You just don't hit it with a sword, maybe. Or fall down on it. Or bump into a tree real hard. I don't know. I don't it's... think anyone's hit one with a sword yet. Yeah, I don't think anybody would do that. That'd be silly. Okay, well, you know, bombs out of the bag, they say. Like, look, I'll stay to the back. And you got to be careful with that thing, though. Bro. <sighs> Okay, I'll be careful with it now. 
That sounded sincere. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's kind of rock and roll, right? Yeah, yeah. Got a bomb in my pocket. Da, da, da. Bomb pockets? Band name, maybe? Band name, song title. All works pretty good. Uh, I come walking back into the camp, but I'm sitting definitely across. <laughs> <laughs> Knox is sitting right next to you, about 40 yeah. feet away. <laughs> He's sitting like in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this was all part of taking a short rest. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, let's take a short rest. <laughs> Demi pulls out a bomb. <laughs> Demi, we can't even go to the airport anymore. Got my rusting bomb right here. All right, everybody feeling good? Y'all ready to you know, head to this demented dead forest? He yells, jackpot, and throws it up. <laughs> <laughs> Gets up, immediately trips. No, no. <laughs> oh, finally I get a good roll. Max healing. Nice. Oh, we get to heal. Yeah, you can roll your hit dice. I roll a D8. Oh, I got a one. Wait, do I roll two D8? You can roll up to your level's worth of hit dice, but you only get half of them back on a long rest. So so are you also doing... You got Song of Rest, right? I remember you were playing that. I do. Do you want me to play that? I mean, if you're going to threaten us with a bomb, you can at least heal us up first. I'm full health. doesn't use anything to Song of Rest, I don't think, so... Oh, yeah, okay. No, it's just, what, a D4 you get to add? Yeah, I pull out some chimes. Actually, I hold up my hands, and two like long sets of chimes appear. And I stretch my arms around behind me on either side, and I use my tail to strum a beautiful chiming sound. Nice. And you see a little bit of magic power drift through off the off the ends of the chimes, and it floats around us as a group, drifting in and out of us. And we're healed for whatever amount that heals you for. It's an extra D6. As you play your beautiful song, you guys feel a nice calming effect, a nice counteractive measure to take against the anxiety produced by having a bomb also. (laughs) So do we all roll that, or does he roll it and everybody gets it? doesn't matter. Either way is fine. As you're playing the song, though, you see a small little light appear among the brush, and then another, and then another three form. Run! 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 I run. Away from... I think it's the bombs, right? As, as soon as you stop playing the song, the lights disappear. Hey, uh, Demi, hey, keep that up for a second, bro. Uh, the music? Okay. Yeah, yeah, keep it up, keep it up. All right, yeah, I, I pull back out and just keep strumming. After a few moments, the lights emerge before passing through. They just pass straight through the trees. These little motes of light just hanging in the air, pulsing lightly to the rhythm of your chimes. How many of them? Three of them. I play the chimes faster, a little more aggressive, to see if they react at all. They react excitedly. They start, I guess if you could call it dancing, it looks like dancing. They swirl around each other, fly through the air, do sort of like a majestic little light show for the four of you. I'm going to stand up and start doing my little dance. That's exactly what I was thinking. Kind of in tune with them. Like I'm kind of like twirling and, and and doing my dance. And I'm just, I feel inspired by his dance and just kind of mimicking it with my chimes. Thrasher's also going to join in on the dancing, which of course I mean he takes a power stance right next to Demi and starts headbanging. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, Nox is just sitting back enjoying the show. Man, this is beautiful. Demi, that's some, that's some pretty incredible magic, man. Hey Matt, I do have one question for you. What, uh, what are chimes made of? Huh? Uh, that's right, metal. 
<laughs> hey, uh, thanks, Knox, but I don't know what these little light dudes are. As you keep playing, they sort of dance brilliantly with the rhythm of the chimes, and all four of you, you begin to hear other instruments fading in from the background. You see each of the three lights start pulsing arrhythmically with the, with the chime playing. You hear other instruments come through, a pair of lutes, one from each of them, and you hear... Give me another instrument. Liar. Bahrain. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. I kind of like didgeridoo a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Didgeridoo don't get me started. <sighs> a low tone emerging from the other that pulses with a low bass note. They harmonize with you. Guys, we're, we're jamming. It's uh, Dibby and the Three Lights. You'll get there one day. <laughs> is, it, is that like souls of the people that have passed here? Oh, I don't think maybe. It's pretty incredible. I call out for Zamorak. <laughs> <laughs> Z- oh, oh, Zamorak, are you on this mountain? Have we awakened you? I'm just chiming away. The little orbs of light, their hue takes on a red shape, almost like angrily, before going back into like a bright white and then just continuing to dance with your song. <laughs> Do you know that? It doesn't. What? What? Is this from RuneScape also? Is this thing? (laughs) He's a a god in RuneScape, and his color is red. Everything is red. (laughs) Everything is red for Samurai. All his armor, all his weapons. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Guys, we got to cut that. (laughs) At this point, we're stealing IP. Yeah, it's getting too far. We don't have to cut the explanation, but that is so fucking funny. <laughs> you guys, uh, I don't know what the red meant. Maybe, what, what was y'all's guys' names? Uh, oh, hold on, I got it. Oh, great lights. What? Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if it's Tim the Toolman. Martin? Is it Martin? They sort of flash red, and if each of you goes through the names that you learned, they <laughs> give the same response. Keep playing, man. They like it. Yeah, we're just jamming away, and Cubs is dancing, everybody's dancing. I want to say, are you friendly? You keep playing? Yeah, for sure. They still waft in the air along with the rhythms. The music that seems to be emanating from them just dies down a little bit, and they stop for a moment. You see them twirl excitedly for a brief few moments, and then they sort of align themselves, pointing in a direction, like they form a little arrow. How could three dots form an arrow? Oh, I got it. Yeah, it's not that great of an arrow. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a triangle, basically, yeah. I got it. Yeah, they form like a little triangle, and then they swirl around upward and sort of move around like frenzied for a moment. Guys, guys, if I know anything about lights and shapes and formations, like I, I feel like we need to follow these guys. It seems like they're telling us where to go. Yeah, I think we should. I'm in. Definitely gonna follow these guys. Alright, you head in the direction indicated, kind of push through the woods. You walk maybe ten steps before off in the distance you see something. A silhouette, almost creature-like, four-legged creature-like. It looks like it is sprawled out on the ground, facing your direction. You can't really make out any details of it, other than it's got a strange-looking body. And as you basically come in a way face-to-face with it, you can see it. It seems to just stop moving. And the the lights, they dance in front of you, frenzied. 
I'm gonna uh, creep forward towards it. Yeah, I'm gonna move in time with him, and I keep playing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move, but I'm gonna try to be, you know, like I'm not like running towards it, like I'm creeping forward towards it. All right, you guys creep towards it, and you notice that the lights just start pulling further and further behind you, where if you get close enough, they just flee off into the woods. You see the thing start to move, whatever it is. It stands on its four strangely shaped legs, and you hear a strange sound emit from it as it does so, like wood groaning and cracking as it's bent, as it stands on these four stubby-looking legs, and then with a very surprising burst of speed, it lunges towards the four of you. Oh my god. I whip out my axe. Is it a creature made of wood? Is that what you were getting at? I mean, just so we know? Yes. I stop headbanging, pull my axe out, and say, blah, 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 rush hour three. (laughs) 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 Hey, Knox, you think this thing's allergic to bobs? Oh, God, get that thing away from me. (laughs) As the thing runs toward us, I turn to the party and say, guys, we need to make like a tree and leaf. I know we've been trying to branch out, but I'm feeling really rooted hanging out with you guys. Hey guys, this this animal looks like it's all bark and no bite. Hold your ground. Oh god. Wood puns. Wood puns. As it approaches, I say, guys, I think we've got to the root of our problem. Man, I wish Tim the Tool Man was here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a joke, but I don't want to go out on a limb for it, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. It's Tim the Tool Man Allen here. Oh, oh, oh. Matt, do you think his name is Tim the Tool Man Allen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that show in like 25 years. Tim? It's Tim the Tool Man Taylor, man. Oh. Yeah. Who's Alan? Played by Tim Allen. That's <laughs> his name. I mean, so he is Tim the Toolman Allen still. No, his name is Tim the Toolman Taylor on the show. His real name is Tim Allen. As the thing's gnarled body enters a spot of skylight, you see its strange form. Its body seems made of knotted links of wood dowels connected with joints also made of wood. And its body shapened and gnarled into a monstrous animal on four legs. Its face opens with a strange mouth which splits the wood loudly as it opens and emits a horrifying sound. Hey guys, it's me, Knox. Uh, It's been a wild week, but you know, I made it. I'm alive. A little bit of advice, don't pick up bombs. But we appreciate you listening to the episode this week for us. Uh, If you would, please do like, subscribe to the podcast rate and review it on your platform if it allows we'll be releasing new episodes every thursday thursday yeah thursday yeah let's go thursday and follow us over on twitter at the dh cast and we look forward to seeing you next week joining us again on discount heroes where questionable results are always guaranteed